Coming up this week, a brush fire in the Anaheim Hills causes smoky skies at Disneyland. A probably temporary dress shop opens in downtown Disney. And Jake the Roaming Droid appears in Tomorrowland. Plus later, Mary Jo has some day six suggestions that will keep you in the Anaheim area. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 715, for the week of October 15th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Malata-Willie. Hello. And Tony Spatel. Hello. All right. How was everyone? That was week? a squeak, Mary Jo. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Sorry. A, I haven't talked such much a tiny today. voice. Mm. <laughs> um, hello to our friends. Oh, there's there's everybody. Now the whole room is full. Hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen and chat live, head over to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Pacific. Join in the fun. Um... I would mention Connecting with Walt, but I don't know what episode it is this week. I know uh, Connecting with Walt continues in October. But Michael is traveling. He is in, I think, Hong Kong. Right. That was the last message we had from him. Yeah. So he's, he's enjoying Hong Kong Disneyland. Uh, they was some, there, there were some weather conditions yesterday or today or I don't know how, what the time zones, time zone thing. Um, uh, it was tomorrow. <laughs> no, stop it. Tomorrow, yes. yesterday. It was some weather day after tomorrow. And so two days ago, they weren't able to go to Hong Kong. So they're, they're like packing a bunch in today or tomorrow or whenever it is. Anyway, I'm sure we'll hear about it. I think he's going to do that kind of connecting with Walt, which is cool. Um, uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, we have a new, uh, advertiser new, uh, at, uh, the Diz and Dreams Unlimited Travel. Uh, the Anaheim Hilton has joined the family. Uh, so head over to the Diz. You can find links to, uh, the Anaheim Hilton and get 10% off the regular rates there, which is nice. Good. Yeah. So, uh, if you book through Dreams Unlimited Travel, you can get that 10% off at the Anaheim Hilton, which is kind of cool. All right. Thank so, you. so we, you know, we talk about getting recognized in the parks and yeah. we're getting recognized more. So <clears throat> Friday night. What? I'm at my son's uh, musical performance at the uh, one of the element intermediate schools in the area. Um, and after the performance, we're chatting outside, and a young man comes up to me and says, Are you Tom Bell? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I watch you on YouTube. Oh, my God. Nice. Was <laughs> so, it your favorite fan? No, no, my, no. My is... favorite part of the story <laughs> is the way Tom was like, oh, my favorite part of the story is how Tom's like, oh, geez. Like, like no, he really no, does no, actually, no, it, it was... more than anything. You're so right, especially when people see. Um, yeah, so... not all of us get to be in front of the camera. I'm just saying. Yeah, so yeah. it might well, be no, easier you, for you, others you've, to you've, be. You've done, yeah, you've all done some, some, some vlogs, so. 
I mean, uh, we're when we're not as popular or as entrenched as like you. I mean, you know, you're obviously the the uh, the sorry. the whole the whole universe revolves around the Tom Bell oh, stop. YouTube experience, which I'm selling shirts by the way. <laughs> you have to, the YouTube Tom experience, yeah. Tom Bell YouTube experience. Thanks. It's great. So I don't know if he listens to the to the podcast, but hello, Reese. All right. Um, He's like, I saw you across in the, in the theater, and I thought it was you, and then he kept, you know, so. Aww. I know. So, then, I don't know if my mom, no, my mom was there, my, yeah, my mom was there, he's like, and so, so she, she saw it, and then, which is always good when your mom sees you being recognized. That's cute. Um, any other housekeeping? Yes. Oh, I got a couple. Okay, then let's. Then Tony can go yeah, first. Yeah, Tony, Tony, go for it. Okay. And because mine is not really, it's it's kind of housekeeping. Well, I guess if we go back twenty five years, it's housekeeping. Yes. Because I'm now because my charger's left. Because we always have to bring that up, and I'm uh, like, I need to focus on something different, uh-huh. even though I still watch, but it's not the same. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get even more into the Mighty Ducks, and I found out while watching hockey recently that the Mighty Ducks movie twenty fifth anniversary screening will be at the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood on the ninth. Wait, the 25th anniversary anniversary already? Yeah, Yeah. basically, because everybody knows we're all old. And if you weren't old, you're old now because it was 25 (laughs) years ago. So the 1992 live-action Disney hockey hit, it's um, Hollywood's El Capitan Theater. is going to have a throwback Thursday, and they just Mm -hmm. announced it. So uh, it wasn't like it was being prepared. Um, And um, not only will... uh, the Anaheim Ducks and their mascot, Wild Wing, will make this an evening to remember by leading a pep rally prior to the start of the show. Original Mighty Ducks cast members, Aaron Schwartz, Dave Karp, no idea, and Matt Doherty, <laughs> Les Averman, no idea, will also be making appearances on stage. And for Michael, even though he's not here, the movie will be preceded by Walt Disney's 1939 classic Donald Duck animated short, The Hockey Champ. So How it's cute. one night only. 7 p.m. Thursday, October 19th. If you're listening after that, I apologize. But anybody who listens before that, uh, be sure to visit the theater's official website for more information and advanced ticket sales. So there you go. That sounds like my rapid fire, but it was a housekeeping. Tickets are 10, so bucks, there you go. 10 bucks and includes popcorn. Yeah, that's a good deal. And, and a that. drink. Yes. Plus a surprise and also giveaway. It, yeah. And the experience of seeing that on the big screen because uh-huh. nothing like 12 year olds playing hockey on the big yes, screen. You it's can, you can, yep. the 10 commandments, mighty ducks need to see it. on the, the sweat. Yes. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> All right, Thanks. Nancy, what'd you have? Okay. I got a couple. Um, number one, I was in my local Smart and Final, who who all has Smart and Finals near them, mm-hmm. the Smart and Final grocery store kind of outlet that's not an outlet place, and at the cash register, the Smarter they had Faster five... Warehouse Store. Yes, the Smarter Faster Warehouse Store. Um, at the counter, they had five dollar off coupons for Queen Mary's Dark Haunt, which is their Halloween thing I talked about a few shows back. Um, so, five dollars off general admission tickets. Um, the promo code, which anybody can use, because you book it online at queenmary.com. The offer ends November first, obviously, um, mm-hmm. and it's valid pretty much every other day they're open. Um, and the promo code is Smart 
final. S-M-A-R-T-F-I-N-A-L. So anybody can use this promo code. That's what I thought was cool. So there we go. That's that one. Nice. Um, let's see. Ooh, I got Boba. <laughs> so I went to check out. Can you out... feel the excitement in the air? I know, right? So well, as long to... as she sings it, that's all <laughs> that's, that's important. Yes, yes, okay. Can you feel yeah. the sarcasm? I'm really excited. Uh, yeah, I can't wait till we're still. Oh my gosh, we're still recording this podcast and we're all in our 80s. Mm-hmm. I don't think Nancy will say anything that isn't singing. Right. That's my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to get singing. senile and I'm going to sing. Hey, I danced to our theme music, our intro theme music in my head every Who time. I mean, so uh, so I, know, I, think right? the, I think the verb get being future, I think you've just proven that it might have been got and not get. Okay, are you trying to distract from the boba conversation? Kind of. Oh, but I'm glad that you did. And I was trying to give you an opportunity to eat on air, which you did and didn't disappoint. So there, you there go. we go. <laughs> and thank you, Mark, in the chat room at the Boba, Boba Cabana. Okay, there uh... we go. All right. So there, yeah. Anyway, so we went to try the new Boba place called Mini, Mini Monster. Where's this at? At CityWalk. Oh, okay. At Universal CityWalk. So they have, remember I talked about a few weeks ago, I talked about they have two new dining experiences in their in their fast food area. One is Mini Monster, which is boba tea that has cotton, you can get the option of having cotton candy put on top of it in like a little cloud. And then the other place was the Pokey Place. So I wanted to update you a little bit about those. The Pokey Place joined the food court upstairs. Uh, so upstairs Central City Walk is where the Pokey Bar is. Um, and it's walk up. And, of course, there's multiple table dining. And that took um, over Flame Boiler, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, there's a Smash Burger there, too, now. Right, which took over Tommy's? Yeah, something silly like that. And... Um, Mini Monster moved into one of the retail store spaces. It's just down from Hot Topic. So it's like two or three stores um, between um, the Mexican restaurant and Hot Topic. So they have these really cute little bear-like monster. This bear-like monster is your as their logo. And their big thing, remember I said they did mason, like glass mason jars and a light bulb shaped jar. Well, we got the glass mason jars when we got our drinks last night. And I tried the jasmine tea with boba. There's like five different kinds of boba. They even have the little mango squishy kind that has the mango burst ones where the, the juice comes out. So I think those would be excellent in their lemonade. Um, the, hey, um, Allison says all drinks should come with cotton candy. Well, it's plain cotton candy. There's no cotton candy flavoring. So it's just What's literally... What's the point of that? Just I know, right? Other than it makes a white cloud. But And the lids... Oh, and, and Lily just happened to bring the rest of hers. Because these are big. These are freaking huge mason jars. Um, and then they have couple options you can buy a, a flat lid or you can buy this little li- round lid that's shaped like the top of their logo with like little bear ears kind of on it and it has the place for the straw and then another option is you can get a little flower crown on it so those are like 80 cents additional for each one of those and then 
Um, but for, if you want to go into the park, if you're getting your boba on the way into the park, they do offer a plastic container option because the glass bottles are not allowed in the park. There's pros and cons to this. Oh, Lily's Lily got the strawberry lemonade. They call it, and they have a strawberry lemonade, and then they have the sunset strawberry lemonade, which is the one she got. And there's like a naturally blue tea, so they put that with the lemonade and then the strawberries on the bottom, so it makes this blue blue to yellow to pink gradation in the drink. It's really cool looking, and it was very very good. My jasmine tea was very good. I had just the plain boba, which the warm boba in the the cold drink was kind of interesting. The only problem with glass bottles, they need to sell some kind of like thing to put it in. They would make more money, I think, if they sold like a little sling to put it in. Because our hands were freaking freezing while we walked around carrying these cold drinks in glass containers. Because they're big enough that you don't feel comfortable holding them with one hand. You feel like you almost have to hold them with two so you don't drop it and break it. So that was the biggest con, that and the non-flavored cotton candy, which I don't think I'd get again. But anyway, so that was Mini Monster. And then we found out there's two more places that are going to be moving in. Remember the store that sold all, uh, that's on the, the Dodger store side that sold all of the, like, the weird kitschy cartoon knick-knacky type stuff? It was in between the mini donut place and like Wolfgang Puck's oh, or the sock shop and worth. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was a huge storefront and it just sold like kitschy, like standard tour shop souvenirs. Yeah, well, the keychains and toys and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's gone. And there, there was a sign on the fast food, and then in the spot right next to the Mexican restaurant, there's another opening. So. There was one sign saying there was a fast food location coming soon. Um, and then I couldn't see where the other blank was. So I don't know if there's... I think probably the quick serve eatery. I wonder if the Mexican restaurant is putting in like a quick serve or something. At a, you know, kind of hooked onto the side of it. They might because there are, there are no quick serve Mexican food places there right now, Right. Right. So that pretty much was uh was was some of my big news. So more to come later. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, Nancy. Any other housekeeping? Crickets. Nice. Okay. All right. It is time for the news. Let's head over to Tony. All right. So the first news, which I looked on the site where Tom Bell posts and. I was trying to use that as my resource, but you know, you need more. I, I, I feel like now that Tom's the big YouTube star, his writing isn't as strong as it used to well, be. It was so. all about the, if we're talking about the the brush fire, it's all about. Look the at pic you with an excuse. It's all about I'm the it's all about the pictures. I mean, yeah, exactly. So I'm going to describe each picture. <laughs> okay, thanks. No. Okay, so Disneyland, the happiest place on earth, was was full of and enveloped in ominous orange skies as wildfires loomed across several parts of Southern of California, but more specifically in Anaheim Hills and people at Disneyland captured some unbelievable images of the scene, which I didn't believe at first. And then I was proven wrong because I Anaheim Hills is so much further away from Disneyland. Right. And for those that don't yeah, know, yes. So yes, I will. Anaheim Hills is still, has the same mayor as Anaheim, 
but it's literally 11 to 12 miles away from Disneyland on the 91 freeway East. So it's really the last, it's one of the last cities in Orange County before you get into Riverside County heading East. And so you're in, you're not really in Anaheim is what you call Anaheim. That's why they call it Anaheim Hills. And that's why it's in the Hills. And somehow it's gerrymandered so that it's still Anaheim, but it's not it's, near Disneyland. Is it like, I was reading, it was like, it's, it's, it's not really a city. It's just an area and it encompasses yes. part of Anaheim, it's, part of Orange. Yeah. So it's a more of, affluent area of yes. Anaheim. So yes. Remember, if you remember Tom, when we were going to stay at that embassy suites that they call, it's one of the good neighbor hotels, but it was, they were doing all the construction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Out that way, that's basically near Anaheim Hills. We also ate at uh, Slater's Fifty Fifty. Yes, in that's in Anaheim Hills, Hills as yeah. well. Yes, so it's way east. It's yeah. towards your. It's your Belinda and the city of Orange, and then the next city east is Corona. So you're and it, way out there. And but, it's still, we're talking about hills. It's not city city. That's yes, it's hills. Seeing the fire, but you could still see it at Disneyland. And it was a result of the Canyon Fire 2, which broke out um, early last week and caused w- widespread devastation in Southern California. The fast-moving fire ripped through more than 7,500 acres. And, of course, now it's contained and done. Um, Disneyland visitors used their social media accounts to share surreal scenes from the park, including bright orange skies above Sleeping Beauty's castle and thick smoke hovering in the background of Mickey's Fun Wheel at Disney's California Adventure Park. So yeah, that was a lot, lot of, lot of, yeah, a lot of social media on that, and people concerned about their vacations, and it's like, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, you take precautions if you have asthma or something like that, but otherwise, it was basically business as usual. I think at Disneyland, so yeah, pretty much. Well, I, I, was in, I think we're over in the bigger story. Go ahead. The bigger story is that there's a fire where people lost their houses and. You know, there's a lot of people who are concerned about their vacations and look at the orange sky. But I I just want to let people who, especially those, our, our listeners and uh, who have family and friends, that we do empathize with the loss. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not just the air and vacations. There's a whole lot more that, that with all this devastation that's been happening in California and other places, just yeah. wanted to. Yeah, sorry, yeah. To bring that up too. Thank you, know. Marja, for bringing this back to reality. I apologize. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. you know, it's not the first time this. It's not even the first time in the last year we've seen that that right. kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. remember, over around a year ago, I put up pictures of us at Universal with one of there was a fire over a year ago in the valley that was pretty bad and there were complete orange skies i had hogwarts all through with the the really surreal orange skies so i know how kind of scary that was you know just listening to all the people talk about it at universal and how far that was away compared Mm -hmm. to how close this was to disneyland you know in comparison i mean you know, we're only talking a span of an extra 10 miles or something further distanced, but, you know, still, I mean, it's, it's unnerving when, I mean, we're not supposed to see skies that turn that color. Yeah. Yeah. Also send our thoughts thoughts up to Northern California as well. Yes, very much so. 
very yeah, much they're the ones that really received the devastation yeah, and and yes. and they're still is it is it contained i don't think it and think contained. about how much even worse that would have been had they not had all the rain they had this last season winter season well just because the drought is over doesn't mean and that it's, everything well, it's not is over. lush yeah well there's everything was filled all the tubs were filled but all the brush is still dry so yeah Move, so, moving on yeah less depressing we have <laughs> yes so just recently after the walt the walt disney company released their trailer for star wars They've dropped a major hint of what might inhabit Star Wars land, Galaxy's Edge, in 2019. An orange and white J4K3 droid, better known as Jake, was seen roaming around Tomorrowland, beeping, interacting, and mingling with visitors in front of the Star Wars Launch Bay building at Disneyland. Guests followed, took photos, posed with a three-foot droid that glided around. Some kids were wondering aloud if a small person was inside the tiny bot, and we can't I don't know if you know that. It's unclear whether Jake was autonomous or being manually operated. Um, however, there is reports that somebody who blended in with the crowd was seen within 10 or 15 feet and could have been operating Jake using a device such as a smartphone. This is the first time that Jake, the Jake droid has been seen outside the Star Wars launch bay where it was first introduced and tested about a year ago. The Jake droid was also part of the exhibit at Disney's Parks and Resorts Pavilion at the D23 Expo. This is the only. This was the only week Jake will make random appearances at Disneyland, according to an official. Hmm, I don't know if I believe that. A Disneyland spokesman said Disney is testing the new technology to give Jake an opportunity to sense the world around it. Jake might not be a permanent attraction. So. That would well, they, They've been talking though about all of these things that are supposed to interact with you in the new store in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. So. You know, maybe uh, this is just the first of many things that are going to happen. Yeah, I wonder if it's the same technology that they use with Push. Yeah, it's kind of similar, I'm sure. Uh-huh. That was so Only much more advanced, I'm find. sure. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the Force. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, and how cute are those things? What are they called? The the oh, new um, the, the, the new critter? Things, yeah. It's supposed to be like a bird, some kind of bird. Yeah, I think I, I heard that, that described as some kind of sort of interstellar puffin kind of thing that lives on Luke's Island. What are those called? Porg. Porgs. Thank you, Ryan. I knew Ryan would come up with that. <laughs> Porgs. And apparently, not to be confused somebody... with, not to be confused with those discs that were really exciting Pogs. about twenty-five yes. years oh ago gosh. for like six months. Porgs, not okay, so apparently somebody put on the internet. They took the little noise of the por- that the porg makes out of the trailer, and they they worked it up so that the porgs are are doing an acoustic, well, a quote unquote acoustic version of the Star Wars theme. It's very. I heard it on the on uh, NPR. I think <laughs> it was a lot hysterical. of fun stuff's gonna happen. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Can't wait! Can't wait! I'm a goog. Do you have your tickets? No. Okay. <laughs> because when, we get when to does it, it come out free. again? Uh, December fifteenth, but you can see it the night of the fourteenth. I think is what. So it'll be here before you know it. Oh yeah. I know it's all very exciting. It is. 
Oh, that that's the news. If Thank you're waiting you. for me to say that's the Thank news. Thank you, Tony. I forgot to mention. <laughs> I forgot to mention that it's my son's birthday today. He does happy birthday, Wes. Uh, if you if you birthday, see him, Wes. if you see him, wish him a happy birthday. He doesn't listen, but you know. <laughs> All right, time for rapid fire. I will go how, first. How old is he, Tom? Fourteen. Somebody had his age wrong on on uh, on on whatever that social media is that we use, oh, Facebook. Yeah. Well, I think my my wife was posting like old old pictures. So it, ah, everything got all confused. Yeah, she was resharing 14. birthday posts from two years ago, and it just like. She was she was reminiscing mm-hmm. yep. about the times when she didn't have to worry so much. Moms will do that. Yes. All right. Uh, rapid fire. I will go first. This was actually really rapid. Soda prices have gone up. No. So the the I know. I Big that. surprise. You knocked me over with the feather. Uh, so the fountain beverages at the Disney Resort or uh, the Disneyland or Disney owned locations at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, prices have gone up. A large cup of soda will now cost you three ninety nine, up from three sixty nine. The regular size is now three fifty nine, up from three twenty nine. And keep in mind that Disney doesn't pay anything for these. Um, <laughs> am I, or is that just an old? Is it? Is that just a rumor? I don't know. No, I've heard the same thing that none of these places pay for soda because it's the advertising and yes, it's Coke on the side of the cup. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a three ninety nine for a soda. That's like that's like ballpark prices now. Um, As you hear them laughing their way to the bank, you know. Right, exactly. Because be. I will still order it and ask for my yeah. ask for my <laughs> annual pass holder discount and move on move on my way. Um uh, yeah, and I think water's gone up too, and yeah, uh, I haven't seen. Uh, I've been. It, look- did, it did. It did go up at Walt Disney World as well. Okay, yeah, and Dina's saying some of the quick food, quick service food prices. Oh, maybe up. not. Um, Wait, maybe not. Maybe that was a year ago. I don't know dates. Whatever. Yeah. 2016, yeah. 1957. It's all this thing. Um, and I I haven't noticed the food prices gone up. Uh, Dean is saying that some of the food prices have gone up. I haven't noticed that yet. I'm trying to, you know, keep the menus updated on the Diz. So I noticed the the fountain beverages went up, but not any of the actual food. So it it could they happen. Need be, they need to be careful. I'm not saying people are not going to come and do right. this. Right. But they're due for some better food again, where it was bad, and then they started right. redoing and put flatbreads everywhere and craisins everywhere, and, and at then, least it was changes. And then, but now it seems like, yeah, and and the thing you're going to have here, which you might not have as much in Orlando, is people are going to like, okay, I'll just bring my own, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. I could just drive. And down the, I mean, that, I know it's only. Yeah. Dina says the chicken nuggets went up. I think that's because Nancy has all the chickens, so. She's causing a glut in the chicken market, causing the prices to go up by 50 cents. Right. <laughs> All right, uh, Mary Jo, go for it. Okay, well, speaking of Star Wars, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago, or we did earlier today, right? Yes. Uh, a few weeks ago, we announced that Downtown Disney would be showcasing a new Star Wars virtual reality experience. Now we have confirmation that tickets are now available. This virtual plus experience begins on January 5th, and we will get to experience Star Wars Secrets of the Empire, 
by AILMX Lab and The Void. The virtual reality experience will be located where Vault 28 and Fossil Shops used to be, and this will last 30 minutes for guests that meet the height requirement of 48 inches or above. Uh, the recommendations are that guests be at least 10 years old because of the gear that has to be put on, plus um, maybe some intense experiences. Um, guests will get to experience what it's like to go through a Star Wars mission. There will be teams of up to four people who will put on virtual reality headsets and other technology that will simulate walking through the molten planet of Mustafar as they, or we, since I plan on going on this, uh, walk freely throughout the multi-sensory experience. The team is part of the rebellion, of course, and its mission will be to recover intelligence from Imperial forces. The team will be disguised as stormtroopers and will have blasters. They, or, or we, will have the blasters and will tag along with K2SO droid and will navigate through an enemy facility walking into danger at every turn. Um, the plus on this is that we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have um, puzzles that we have to, it's almost kind of like an escape room. Because nice. there's going to be puzzles for us to to figure out, and we're going to be walking through. There's going to be interactive sets, real-time effects, and all kinds of technology during that 30 minutes. Uh, we'll be, uh, so, like I said, solving puzzles and fighting lava monsters. Nice. The team members will experience sight, sound, touch, and smell as we walk into real-time virtual reality. Um, smell? And good. this is... Yeah, smell too. Was that, was that well, you? Like 4D. <laughs> it, it could it could be. Um, this will be <laughs> Disneyland Resort's first virtual reality experience. Knoxbury Farm had their own virtual reality experience called Virtual Reality Showdown in Ghost Town. So they this company puts out different um, experiences. We get to do this on January 5th. Um, Disney Springs starts in, I think it's theirs is December 16th. So if you're yeah, going to be trapped, I know. Nice, right? we get it first. No, we don't. No, nope. January. No, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, so they, so maybe it's it's traveling east to west. I don't know, or maybe they're gonna they're gonna knock out all the kinks. So by the time we get it, everything it's is going to be uh, perfect. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> but like I said, tickets are are already on sale. I checked. It starts January fifth. Forget about it. Saturday, January sixth. Forget about it. Sunday, January 7th, you guys can say it. Forget first, about it. <laughs> the first games that we'll be able to participate in are um, Monday, January um, 8th. Um, the games start at 9 o'clock a.m. They start every 15 minutes. They The last one in the morning session is starts at 2.45. Then they stop, and then they start up again at 9.15 p.m., the last game will be 11.45 p.m. So in the evening games on Monday, the only available is 11.30 p.m. So you're just going to have to start clicking on the days to, to um, get your tickets. The experience is about $30 a person uh, to do this. And I, I was looking on the Disneyland blog today, and somebody asked if there's an AP discount, and I heard I saw her crickets. <laughs> so I I don't think we'll get an annual pass discount because it's booking through a different engine. It's booking right. It's booking void. through the void. Yeah, yeah. It's called uh, www.adamtickets.com. But if you, it's easier if you just um, Google 
Star Wars experience downtown Disney and you'll get it and you'll you'll be able to get the tickets for it. But right now the tickets go through March 6th. All right, cool. Thank you, Mary Jo. Uh, Nancy. Okay, so I might have two. My first one's super duper quick. Hey, you, ever, you know that Disney dress shop that everybody likes at downtown yeah. Disney and you mean Disney, Disney Marketplace? Disney Springs, yeah. I remember well, we got one. So cute. We got one in Chapel Hats. So right next to Build a Bear, the Disney dress shop. And rumor has it, well, from the pictures that Tom put up on the Diz, they have the orange bird de- dress and the tiki dress. So I would definitely make sure that uh, if you, there's something you want, go quick. <laughs> yeah. Because Lord only knows when they'll get it back in. And then, of course, that's where they're moving all the the Dooney and Burks, the Kate Spades, the Disney Boutique, Alex and Annie, Chris Lou Disney Boutique, all that stuff is also moving in there, all the fancy foo-foo brand stuff. So Remember, they closed the hat store so they could put in a dining experience. So we'll see so how long this they, lasts. This could just simply be a test market. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be it could be just something to see how well the dresses do here. Right. Well, we're going to have um, Dapper Days pretty soon, right? So yep. maybe so some people will be taking advantage. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Okay. And so my other thing I wanted to talk about real quick yeah. was, um, so Dina and I went to CityWalk yesterday, and we finally broke down and tried wasabi. Our two um, our two choices were kind of Dongpo, the new Chinese place that took over the old Chinese place. And um, wasabi, which is the Japanese place that's been there um, for quite a long time, but nobody ever really talks about, and you never really see anybody go in there. So we decided to do wasabi. Oh my god, we are totally getting back. Oh, it was so worth it. Is that a chain? Um, Is that a chain? No, I don't think so. Okay, because I mean we have. Similarly named restaurants in our area, so I just wanted to... Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a popular name for yeah. Yeah, okay. a, a Japanese restaurant. But, well, we looked at the Dongpo menu, and it looks like upscale Chinese. Not just, you know, Chinese Chinese, but... Right. Like, they have duck, they, and they advertise their ducks, Chinese duck sliders and things like that. So, it was definitely more gourmet style Chinese and the menu really wasn't that big. So we were kind of surprised about that for a place like that. Um, so we went in and oh my gosh, they have everything. They have udons, they have all kinds of really interesting and creative appetizers that, you know, besides the usual seaweed salad and edamame and things like that, they had a, a host of different ones. They had a lot of different salads, um, everything from, you know, just your basic salad with ginger miso dressing to, um, uh, like a, um, a sashimi salad to a beef salad. Their rolls were really creative. Um, we, broke down and tried one called the lemon drop and it was spicy tuna on the inside uh, spicy tuna with cucumber and avocado if you like avocado on the inside and then it's wrapped with salmon and then it's um it's sprinkled with um with basically yuzu citrus or ponzu and more of a yuzu kind of uh sauce and then sprinkled with truffle salt 
and it was amazing. They even have like a twist on the a Philadelphia roll that is covered in um, salmon and the um, the mayo, the spicy mayo, and then it's lit on fire at your table. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they have a couple rolls that they ignite on fire at your table. Um, they had a, a twist on the dragon roll, which is your usual um, eel roll, yeah. um, that wraps it with salmon. And then, yeah, th- that's a whole nother thing. Um, but we, we sat down. Uh, Dina had the teriyaki, the salmon teriyaki. I had um, the one dish that they say takes a little longer to make. I had a miso sea bass because for me, that's like a Japanese restaurant. If that's excellent, you've got an entire winner for a restaurant because it's it, it's a very balanced dish that isn't easy to completely balance. Um, and then Lily had the uh, tempura udon, which came with a really healthy portion of tempura of all kinds, as well as shrimp. Um, as And then the udon broth and udon noodles. And then they had a little thing where you could get like a four-piece side of a roll for an, a slight upcharge to join your udon. Um, it was, all of us really enjoyed our dishes. Um, our teriyaki, came, uh, the teriyaki and the, and the miso both came with um, steamed vegetable and rice and... I can't tell you enough good things. It was really good. And so we are definitely going back. I, I mentioned that, you know, Lily's like, we got to bring daddy here. We got to bring daddy here. <laughs> so the rolls were on the average about 15, which is what you'd pay for, you know, more upscale Japanese restaurant. The decor in the restaurant was gorgeous. Like the room they sat us in um, had like red and white lanterns all over the ceiling and, you know, it's just one Sounds of those really things. nice, Nancy. It, it was really, really good. And there was more room in there than I expected. Um, I, you know, I didn't realize the restaurant was that big just from seeing it on the outside. So we really enjoyed it. So that's my, my, I wouldn't, you know, I would definitely go there again place in downtown, in uh, City Walk. Cool. And, and yes, Keith is right. Why aren't there more Asian choices in downtown Disney? And did you see I that? Agree. Did you see that they're opening um, Morimoto in Alani? I'm not surprised. That Happy sounds like a very appropriate passing choice. Right o- passing right over us. Thank you. I know. All right. You know. Thank you. Nance. They're just perfecting it. That, yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> that's gonna like... be that's gonna be my story from now on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony. Because Nancy now cannot do this one, I have taken the Legoland rapid fire <laughs> from her because I just like being mean. And holidays, I know we're in. Wait, it's October. Holiday. Sorry, I think. See, I knew. I knew if I just waited. What I've noticed is any lull, she can sing something. So <laughs> I had a little lull, and then she sang holidays. But thank you for the pronunciation and helping me out. Holidays at Legoland, and we're talking about. It's not October. We're talking about. Thanksgiving and all the way to January 1st. So starting November 18th, all the way to January 1st, you can experience the magic of the holidays at Legoland with music and twinkling lights. You can enjoy live entertainment with Lego Friends Live and a life-sized Lego brick Santa and reindeer make the perfect family photo. So a holiday show 
I, I guess Nancy thinks we're reading this to children and she needs to make sound effects, but that's okay. So I'm just trying Emma to ha- and no, you can help. No. You can help with this. Cause I don't know who any of these people okay. are, but you probably will holiday well, show. Santa Emma presence at, Oh, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. No, but brick Santa <laughs> brick Santa brings yeah. bricks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Emma has been planning the perfect holiday party for all of her friends. But when a heavy snowstorm hits Heart Lake City, everything could be ruined. Find out if Stephanie, Andrea, Mia, and Olivia can make their way through the snow in time for the big party. Are those Lego characters? Yes, those are all of the girls who are the Lego Friends characters. Okay, well, see, I'm glad you're here here to help out. Okay, holiday treats. I know what these are. Indulge in holiday treats like churros con chocolate. Holiday cookies, peppermint milkshakes, and more. Warm up with apple cider and hot chocolate, too. And then the, the I think the, the key here is um, pose for a picture with Lego Santa and his Lego reindeer. Plus, enjoy the nightly glow of our Lego Christmas tree. There's also kids New Year's Eve, but I'm going to hold off that one. So the next time I need a rapid fire, I can use that one. So that's or it's already been yes. claimed. It's been recorded. I have the kids New Year's Eve 2018 yes, Legoland yes. story ready to go. Brick, brick, so, I'm so proud of you, Tony. Brick Santa brings presents to all the Masons. Um, okay. Yeah, Brick Santa. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if your kids are going to want to hug Brick Santa because it might hurt. Right. But um, yeah. So <laughs> holidays at Legoland. Thank you, Tony. Oh my goodness! All right. All right, for those of you listening live, stick around. We're going to talk about some nearby day six options. That's going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.